This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello, everyone. This is the Evil Chocolate Cookie with today's edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles. It's Saturday, as we all know, so it's time for our spotlight. Today's spotlight is not so much on a person as on a very important event. There is a human involved, of course, but... Today we're going to be talking about Merv Griffin and the creation of Jeopardy. We all know about Merv Griffin by now. We know he created Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune and probably some other stuff. Something less well known is he was a guest host on The Price is Right once while Bill Cullen was on vacation. This was the 1950s Price is Right. But we we all know about that. Now, to understand the significance of Jeopardy's creation, we have to go back to the quiz show scandals of the 1950s. And this is, this is going to be important, which is why I'm going to talk about it. There was a show on in the 1950s called 21. It made a brief reappearance in, I'd like to say, 2000 or 2001. But the version we're concerned with here was on in the 1950s. It was discovered through a series of events, including a contestant utterly spilling his guts to anyone who would listen. That 21 was, in fact, rigged. The producers were predeciding the outcome. They were feeding contestants the answers. And it wasn't pretty. Twenty one was undoubtedly not the only show that was doing this. As much as I as much as I enjoy game shows, I don't know a lot about all the 1950s ones, so I can't say what other shows were doing it. But there were undoubtedly more, or it may not have been as huge of a deal. But it got a lot of people in trouble and sent a lot of people to prison. So you may be asking yourself, what does this have to do with Jeopardy? Simple. It inspired Merv Griffin to come up with the format for Jeopardy. So the story behind that is Merv Griffin was traveling somewhere with his wife. And one of them suggested, I don't exactly remember which order this went in. I used to know it by heart, but it's been a while since since I've thought about it and I don't want to get it backwards. 
One of them suggested to the other, hey, why don't we give people the answers? And the other person said, uh, that's what just put people in jail. And person one says, no, why don't we give them the answers and have them come up with the questions? And one of the examples they gave was if I said to you, 5,280, what I'd want from you is, how many feet are in a mile? They had another example too, but I don't remember it. So there was the basic idea for Jeopardy. The original title planned for Jeopardy was What's the Question? I don't think Johnny Gilbert would have been as as able to announce that in the signature style. But I digress, so let's get back to it. When Merv Griffin was pitching the idea to network executives and such, someone said, Where's the Jeopardy? And ding! It stuck. The Daily Doubles came about because Merv Griffin was a fan of horse racing and gambling and all that kind of stuff. The original Jeopardy was radically different from what we see today. The questions and answers that we saw were a lot like what I just gave you as an example. I don't have a clip to play for you here, or I probably would. Like, I don't have a clip short enough. But that was basically the beginning of Jeopardy and how it w- and how it came about. And clearly the idea was a good one because well, it's still around. So I guess in a way, those people rigging that show in the 50s did us a huge favor. that is your spotlight for this week don't forget that tomorrow we will have our strategy corner where I give you tips on being a future contestant I'm going to say bye bye for now well actually what I'm going to say is as Alex used to say so long everybody This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie Production.